Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kunst, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth on Real Presence Live, coming to you from St. James Parish's Gathering Space. Father Ryan, good morning. Good morning, Father Rich. Good to have you. Good to have you. Sounds like a really exciting program. Father Ryan doesn't botch it. Well, we'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> but if you botch it, it'll actually make it even more exciting, or if either one of us botch it. So how have you been, Father Ryan? I haven't seen you for a while. I haven't fared well. How's Poland? You just got back from Poland. I did. A little, still a little jet lagged. So it was just very recent, and uh, it was, you know, life is really, really busy after you get done from being gone for a while. You led so. a pilgrimage, right? Yeah, yeah. We had 41 people to Poland. That was the majority of it. So we did the whole John Paul II thing, and then uh, and then we went to Austria, um, and just for two days, and then and then to Prague. Have you ever been to Prague? I haven't been to Prague. Pro- I'll say this: I've been blessed by God to have been able to travel a lot in my life. There's no city more beautiful than Prague. That's what they say. It is. I, I was blown away. With it. I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't even planning on what to expect, and and I just couldn't believe how beautiful. That city was the architecture, just the setting of it, just incredible. It was it was um, breathtaking, and the whole time we were there, it was raining. So it was like even in, even in that context, it was like I just can't believe how beautiful this place is. It's it's the the one place I went to on this pilgrimage that I thought I got to go back to. Yeah, it was great. And then I went to the church where the infant of Prague is. Oh yeah. And so you know, I mean, that's kind of a big Catholic devotional. You yeah. Know? And so you it's don't like, think of that when you think of Prague. Yeah. You know, and, and so the thing that I was shocked by when I went to 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 that church, we had mass in that church, is that how tiny the statue is. It's teeny, isn't it's it? It's a little tiny thing. It's like, how did this thing get to be such a big deal? You know, it's it's just this a little tiny tiny little statue, and it's made out of wax, and uh, that also kind of surprised me. I guess I didn't know what to expect from it. And I have to admit, I have to kind of do a little bit of research on that uh, devotional myself to understand uh, why it became such a big deal. But it's so small. It's like we have a statue of the infant of Prague in our church, in our school here, and it's about three times the size of the original <laughs> one. But anyhow, I was kind of I was a little underwhelmed by that one. I have to say, but but I know a lot of people have a devotion to the infant of Prague. Sounds so, like a good trip. It was a good trip, and I'm very happy to be back. It's always good to go over there, but it's better to come back home. So, all right, so uh, I think we're getting ready for our first guest, Dr. Stacy Trisankos. Are you there, doctor? Yes. Hello, I'm here calling in from Dallas, Texas. Dallas. Wow, what's the weather like down there? Um, It's beautiful and 62 degrees. Okay, all right. Well, did I say your last name correctly, doctor? Yes, you did. It gives everybody trouble. So thank you very much for the effort to pronounce it correctly. Well, great. Well, thanks uh, very much for being on the show with us. Why don't you tell us, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am. Um, I'm, a, I'm a trained as a chemist, and I uh, worked for DuPont before I decided to leave my career and stay home and raise children. And I converted to Catholicism and studied dogmatic theology while I was home um, raising kids. 
And uh, now they're getting a little older, and so I've started writing and speaking. And just last year, took a position with Bishop Joseph Strickland as the executive director of his St. Philip Institute. Well, so what, life is full of surprises. I guess what denomination, what tradition did you uh, convert from? I grew up Baptist, but by the time I converted, I had been non-religious. I guess one of the N O N E nuns, as they say. I, I had been away from any kind of faith for like over a decade, so I, I guess I was atheist, but I didn't really even want to use that word because I I thought the word atheist sounded too religious for me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. The now the the topic that we're going to talk about a little bit this morning is something that I find very fascinating. I think a lot of listeners would probably find fascinating is that the relationship yeah. with the Catholic Church and science and. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, we we tend to think of you know the Galileo thing and all that, and we think of yes. negative stuff with the the combination. But why don't you speak a little bit to to the relationship between science and the Catholic Church? Well, the way I view the relationship is uh, a, a result of my own journey. So I I loved science for as long as I can remember. I became a chemist because that was the discipline I thought that made the most sense out of biology and physics. And, and I thoroughly enjoy learning about science. Um, but then when I got into my 30s, I, I had to admit to myself as a mother that science did not have all the answers to some of my most pressing questions. And so I started searching for truth and um, found my way into the Catholic Church. And then I was delighted to learn. I was reading the work of Father Stanley Yockey. A, a priest and a physicist himself, um, that that science was actually born, that the scientific revolution actually occurred in the Christian West and the Catholic universities for a reason, because of the way we view creation as the handiwork of God. And so it all sort of came together for me that, that my love for science was actually a search for God all along, and that if I wanted truth, if I wanted the fullness of the truth, then I needed not just science, but also philosophy and theology and the divine revelation and the way the Church guards the deposit of faith. So my journey into faith, you know, I say I say that chemistry led me to Christ, and that's how I view the relationship now, is that science is part of our, our love of the Creator, that science is the study of the handiwork of God. And so I, I just, I do a lot of speaking and writing now at, to to just teach that message so that the young people, especially who are growing up in this technological age when there is this conflict myth, I just try to tell them, I'm not really saying anything profound or new, I'm just telling them what they already know. That <laughs> When you pray the creed, that that's, that's really true, that God really did create everything in the beginning, and that's why we even do science. Dr. Tresenkos, this is Father Ryan Moravitz. Um, it's, it's great to be able to visit with you um, here on the radio today. You were up here and gave a talk at Mater Dei Apostolate at my parish where we started a ninth grade class this year. And um, it was a real delight to have you here in Duluth with us. And so it's great to be on the radio. And um, one of the things that I, I'm wondering is, you know, is it possible to evangelize through science? And if so, how? You know, so I think of like our natural knowledge of God. So the church speaks of natural knowledge. You know, looking at the created world and coming to some natural knowledge of of the divine, of the creator, of God. How do is it possible to evangelize through science? Yeah, I think so. I you know picture picture the atheist who, like me, was 
interested in knowing truth and unafraid to follow truth because you're, you know, that's what you do as a scientist and you're not afraid to go where the data leads you. I think there are a lot of people out there who say they love science, but they're not quite sure what to make of God. They're not even quite sure how we're supposed to be defining God or love or faith or hope or any of those words or, or prayer. And they, they need someone who can show them. And so when Catholics or Christians, whenever we give any service to this myth that faith and science are in conflict, whenever, even if we come at it trying to convince people they're not in conflict, I think we're actually missing out on an opportunity to evangelize. So jump all into science, learn all you can about it, agree with the atheists and the materialists as far as you possibly can, just like St. Thomas Aquinas did with the scholarly works he was studying in his day. Agree with as much as you can, but then help the people who don't have faith to realize that there's there's an even bigger question about who created it all. And, and I think through science, then, we can help people go to that question intellectually and then even help them with the moral and the, the personal part about, you know, this is what it looks like to take that leap of faith. And you can live a life of faith and you can find happiness and fulfillment in your life um, that, you know, as much as you like science, there's so much more to the story. So why, why do you think the world then gets it twisted that science and religion don't go together? I don't know. You know, sometimes in history we look back and it's like the simplest truths just get lost because people try to overcomplicate things. And I, I think that's a big part of it, that, that people haven't really thought about what science is, that, it, that if we're talking about physics, biology, and chemistry, we're talking about physical science. And it begs the, cre- the question of who created all of this. And then I think the people who are atheists or non-religious, I think they've, they don't really understand what it means to be religious or to have faith or to believe. And they're just, it's one thing I try to do is just promote that conversation that, you know, don't reject something until you understand what it is you're rejecting. And then once you move that out of the way and you can start having these conversations, um, then it, it blows away some of this myth. But I think the problem today is that, that people who reject faith just don't really sit down and think about what that means. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kuntz along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. We're talking to Dr. Stacy Trasenkos about the relationship of the Catholic Church and science. Doctor, one of the... Uh, this, this is a topic that I think that we could talk, I mean, I could talk on for the entire show. I, I really do find it fascinating. And, and my, I was never a science guy, but my fascination came from it from actually reading a book that you might be familiar with is, um, uh, Faith and Certitude by Doc, Father Thomas Dubay. Are you familiar with that book? No, I'm not actually. That's, I will look it up though. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Faith and Certitude by Father Thomas Dubay. And he just, I mean, I think he just put it really, it's uh, from uh, it's from liturgical press. He really put it in layman's terms from a guy from my standpoint who was a non science guy, uh, really made me really get into this. And one of the things that he had said was that, um, uh, and I really liked this line, he said, uh, science can't even really figure out how an atom works. How can it, <laughs> how, how, how can it then? prove beyond a doubt that there's not a God, like a lot exactly. of people claim. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it's a simple truth. We don't 
we don't know how the atom works completely. I mean, we probably know more about the atom than anything in science. But nevertheless, we still, I was just telling AP chemistry students yesterday, we still don't know everything there is to know about atomic theory. And it's entirely possible that there will be changes to the theory in our lifetimes as more knowledge is gained. So how do we practically work our way through this argument if we happen to be talking to someone and this topic comes up? So how do you practically talk to, be it the atheist or the scientist or even your your children? You know, I think children are constantly coming home from school and challenging their parents on this very yeah. issue, like how can we even believe in God because, you know, science proves da-da-da-da-da. So what, yeah. what's a practical way to approach this, be it with your, you know, with children or even colleagues, et cetera? I just turn it around and say science is the study of the handiwork of God. If you're talking to children who are growing up Catholic and learning about the faith already, just remind them that what we pray in the creed is really true, and that when they learn about science, they're learning about God's creation. And if it's somebody who's not, who's an adult, who's not a person of faith, and I've had many conversations with people like that, I don't, I don't really get into debates. I rather just speak the truth, and I, and I say, you know, I've, for example, say an astrophysicist tells you, I just can't believe in God because there's no empirical evidence. My response is, well, you know, empirical evidence, I've got plenty of empirical evidence because I went into that laboratory myself of faith, and I practiced what the Church teaches, and I accepted divine revelation, and Church teaching derived from what God told us, and that, it, you know, it, it didn't make any sense until I actually started living it, and... So I just tell them that and encourage them to give it a try. So, Doctor, <clears throat> doctor in the last couple of minutes, could you uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on in Sioux Falls? You're going to be going there to, to give a talk? Yes, I'm going there to St. Lambert Parish to speak to the parish and to the, high, to the Catholic school there, um, just talking about what we were talking about, evangelizing through science. And uh, we take a really big exploration uh from the atom out to the cosmos, and then talk about how everything is connected at the atomic level in very precise ways, because God created it that way. Um, just to try to give that awe and wonder, even to the non-scientists, just give the awe and wonder about the enormity of the cosmos, and then and then hopefully leave them with that confidence that, yes, this is, this is God's creation, and it's vast, and we can be confident when we evangelize through science. And that, uh, that's happening on November 20th at 7 p.m., correct? Yes, I'm heading to the airport now to catch ah, a plane okay. and fly to Sioux Falls. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Well, November 20th, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, well. well, good luck with that, Doctor. <laughs> Thank do you, have, you. Do you have any last words to say before we uh, sign off? I hope everything's going well with the school up there. I fondly remember visiting uh, not that long ago before school started, and I, I hope everything's going very well, and I thank and pray everything's, Thank you so much. Everything's going great. We just had our first parent conferences last night, so I got to meet with all the parents because I'm one of the teachers. Yay. I'm teaching Intro to the Bible, and, uh, yeah, it's going really, really, really well. So thanks for uh, coming up and That's helping fantastic. us with it. We're, we're moving forward. We're rocking and rolling. <laughs> Oh, awesome, awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Yep. Thank you very much, Doctor. Thanks Many for blessings. joining us this morning. Thank you. Have a great day. God you bless. Too. Safe travels.
All right. After the break, we will be coming right back with the prayerfully your segment. And then please get ready for your questions, theological questions for Father Ryan or myself on uh, the call-in show. But uh, straight talk. But before that, we'll be prayerfully yours after the break.